go, Moraine. So was it a tetsu fly? Uh, probably. Probably. I you got bitten. Know. You got some, bit by something. By something, yes. <laughs> and it was not a radioactive spider, so I didn't get all... Things, no superpowers. No, no spidey senses or whatever. No. Oh, wow. Too bad. So you went to Conference at Sea, which we told everybody you were going to. Yeah. And then you came back and died. Uh, just a little. Yeah. <laughs> just for a few days. Yeah. Oh, well. All part of the fun, I suppose, the great game of travel. Yeah, and, and I have to say it was worth it because both... Uh, so first I went to uh, the first M365 Miami collab days, community days thing, uh, and that was amazing uh, because A, it was Miami. B. Uh, B, there was so many like experts from around the world uh, there. C. It was nice and sunny. D. Um, great food. E. Uh, I'm running out of uh, no, things. No, no cigars, um, no whiskey. No cigars, but great stickers. Great stickers. Yes, great stickers. There you go. E, um, great stickers. Lots of fun. Um, I also got, uh, so uh, the people from Orchestry, um, oh, yes, ESBC, they Joy. gave away this little maple syrup. Yes, they uh, did. Thing, yes. Which was awesome. Uh, here they gave away these little uh, bottles of habanero sauce. Uh, so what were they like, serving it with? No, no, they, oh, they're okay. just giving these little bottles No, but ESPC, they was giving poppages, pancakes. Oh, yeah, yeah, little pancakes, yeah, with yes. The, with true. the sauce. Yeah. He's yeah. just killing a, a giraffe, don't worry. Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, this uh, now they had this uh, habanero sauce. But I have to say, on Friday night, I went to a Cuban place to get some uh, proper food. Like, best steak I've ever had just melted away in my mouth. Wow. But I, I, I normally like spicy food. So I, I always do pili pili and Tabasco on everything. Everything. So I was like, oh, they've got some really cool hot sauce here and I've never seen this. It's like thick, bright red sauce. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'll have some. Red was a clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have some. Oh, that, that looks like proper hot sauce. And then I just dipped um, the ends of my fork in it just to see what the taste was. And I just burned my mouth completely. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? This is next level. So, um, yes, I'm, I'm, uh, the bottle is still closed, uh, but I am looking forward to opening it up and thanking the people at Orchestry to um, deliver something very Lovely. cool like that. No, that was cool. I must say, ESPC, I do remember those poppages they did. They were quite nice with that yeah. Uh, yeah. sauce served yeah. by Joy. Yeah. So that was cool. All right, yes. Max is in a bit of a terrible mood tonight. He is disturbing us. Hey, he wants a little cuddly and a little attention. He's uh, yeah. yeah, like a. I'm not going to go there. He's definitely attention grabbing. Yes, but there you yeah. go. That's cool. All right, I did a bit of travel. I was you at, did a little I, bit of travel. I was yes. in Bremen while yep. you were in the hot seas of the Caribbean. Yes, I was in Bremen. And you know, for a moment, I was pretty jealous. Those cars? No, not the cars. Uh, um, my speech? Last time we were at Ignite, we had a wonderful time running around with Corinna Linz. We did, yes. Yes. And I, I'm still in touch with Corinna every once in a while. Um, and I could not believe that you we were meeting her. her after all those years sooner than I would. Yeah, I did. It was lovely, actually. Yeah. Um, can I be honest now? Do you think she still listens to the podcast? 
I'm sure she does. It was the funniest thing, Karina. I apologize in advance, but she came up to the table and went, hi, and I'm going, hi, and I'm going, who is this woman? <laughs> oh, no. And I'm going, I do know. And he starts, she started talking about Moraine, and we started about this, and then slowly it started to click, and oh, yeah, we drank tea. I do remember drinking. Oh, yeah. And then eventually it suddenly came just at the nick of time and the name and everything else all, all nice. good. And the problem was, God bless that beautiful lady, she had a name tag on her boob. And so I was stopping myself <laughs> reading Don't the look at the tag. boob. Don't look at the boob. <laughs> Don't look at the boob. Yes. So Even it though was, it will save me. Don't look at the boob. That was right. Oh. So, but no, no it, was, it was incredible to actually catch up with that. And, uh, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah, she asked her you and sent her best regards. And so, yes, yeah, she only does a couple of years now. Yeah, um, I know. But, I get uh, it. Yeah. That was nice. It was good. Yeah. So, yeah, I got to talk about the baby and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. So, yes, that was good. But I'm glad you were a little envy then. It wasn't the cars. The cars are still magic and beautiful. I know, but I've seen so, so many really cool cars in oh, Miami. Oh, yeah, I guess I would have done, yes. Yeah, so in, at Miami Beach, you've got all the classic cars that are yeah. there just, just out. Just sitting there. Exactly. But then you've also got those uh, crypto millionaires that are driving around their Lamborghinis and whatever's. Uh, so that that was just so. Did you fun. go to South Beach? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Did you go and have a drink in um, Robin Williams's hotel? Probably not. We kind of always faltered back to the same place uh. because that was just such a good place. Well, there's that classic film where he has the ga- where he has the crossdressing club. Robin Williams and, mm. and I'm trying to think of the name of it. It's one of my favourite kind of movies. And um, um, just a second here, um, Sarah. Robin Williams, Miami Beach. Birdcage. Oh, Birdcage. Birdcage. Okay. My daughter knows everything about movies. She's just Not. awesome. But yeah, there's a classic film, Birdcage, and their hotel was actually on Miami South okay. Beach, and I have actually sat okay. on the patio and had a. A cocktail there some years ago, nice. just for the hell of it. But yeah. yeah, no. And if you've not seen that movie, it's it's so so brilliant. It's classic Robin Williams. Nice. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, and it's got a lot of actors in it. But yeah, it's very very funny. And the Birdcage, of course, is uh, Lave Cage Moliere or something. The French play. Maybe. No. Wow. I'm hmm. totally lost on this. No, this is, sorry. Yeah. Okay. No, obviously. Okay. No, okay. It doesn't matter. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's a classic stuff. But yeah, there, there you go. Everybody else, because Moraine's obviously <laughs> gone. But yeah, go and catch that movie. You can catch it four euros down at your local charity shop, almost certainly. But Probably. Yes. <laughs> there is a classic scene when he's trying to, because he's a gay guy and they do this show, and he's trying to teach his um, his partner how to be macho. And, of course, there's this wonderful scene as the guy just fails miserably, you know. His, his little finger yes. comes out when he's trying to butter the toast. <laughs> no, you smear it on like a man, you know. Oh, Robin Williams God. trying to teach him to do this. It's a classic scene. Okay, Brilliant. okay. Anyway, so we digress. Now. That's what Miami yes. does for me. That yeah. was I'm very envious. No, that, Miami was, was pretty cool. Uh, hanging out with all these rock stars from the community it was pretty cool. Um, and then, yeah, we went on the boat, which was just a big taxi driving us from one beach to the other, uh, cool. while we also did a little bit of conferencing. Yeah, well, a little bit. Just enough nice. to make the taxman happy. Yeah, because to be honest, it's difficult to do a full tech conference 
on a boat because yeah. there's Access not guaranteed internet and stuff like that. I have to say, I actually bought a special internet package that uses the Starlink connection. Oh yeah, and that satellite. Went, that went pretty. That went pretty. It's kind of one of those nice. where you go send. No, and then it, you wait and it, wait, and all of a sudden you get everything go <laughs> in one go. No, actually, I I had a few phone calls with the missus via WhatsApp, so via data, and that just went very very nice. Nice. So, well, I mean, yeah. when you've got those many of people on the boat and they all want to pay for the internet, so yeah. they need to have a decent service, so that makes sense. So, yeah. Well, Anuk and I did our first presentation together in, in okay. uh, Bremen. And How did I know, that go? Uh, yeah, just the same as I guess yours did, but, you know, you're trying to work out who's going to speak next and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but it went all right, actually. It went very well. So we had a, a great number of five people there, I think. Okay. Um, but okay. people took in photos of the slides, which is always good. Now, I should create that. People taking photos of Anouk's slides uh, because they're <laughs> the ones with all the technical data on. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but that was good. We did a case study, did the IceFab case study and, uh, oh, yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. So so that was neat. Uh, it was good fun. Oh, cool. Are you going to do that again soon? Uh, can't remember. I can't remember because I got a bunch of stuff on... Um, don't know, if I'm honest. I can't because remember. we're both going to Poland uh, we in are a few weeks, months. Uh, six weeks. Oh, okay. I better start booking some flights then. Um, oh, that but makes we, both of us. we only got the email a few days ago. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we are going to do our governance uh, full day workshop. workshop. That is such a yes. cool thing, actually. Yeah. And that's not just us. The last three people no there was about five people that came to see that last time because mm -hmm. nobody wants to go and spend a day doing governance no but they don't know the secret exactly it's yeah. with us uh so exactly. yeah but that was a great day so yes i uh, think that that's will a be selling argument the selling it's, argument it's, Come it's and not see. yeah it's not you having to be in a workshop about governance all day it's you getting to hang out with Stephen moran all that's day true. and, and a that for a very low cost of I, I have no idea no idea I'm not even sure if it has a cost. But Interestingly anyway. enough, I don't even know what the currency is in Poland. Zloty. Loki. Zloty. Slotty. Yes. With an Slotty. Oh, yes. Ooh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a big map, please? That would be two Slutties. They have a Slotty yeah. currency. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. I, did, okay. I mean, I, I actually did that event some years ago. So, Oh, no, I didn't. I did the collab days. This is... Is this collab this days? Is collab oh, this is collab yeah, is, yeah, is it Microsoft yeah. then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's at the Microsoft building even. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Now I know it well then. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so that's that. Uh, you're doing but, Paris? Uh, we're also doing uh, separate sessions, or at least I'm doing a, a I'm separate not session. I'm doing the one session. So okay. So. You're oh, just okay. doing the workshop. Okay, cool. Uh, so All far. Right. Oh, yeah. Nice. I think. There okay. you go. All right, so yeah, that's our travel done. Um, uh, yeah, uh, because I'm also speaking at AMS uh, Lausanne, uh, but I will not be traveling there. I will just be calling in because that week I will be stuck in Malaga, uh, in the beautiful Spain, in the okay. Andalusia region, uh, because I have to um, chaperone uh, my mom and my daughter to go on this very crazy walk in uh, some kind of ravine where lots of people died in the past. <laughs> they kind of rebuilt it, and now it should be safe. This is the man uh, who had tetsy fly disease last week. Is going yeah, to go exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just uh, in a few weeks, I'll be, I'll be there uh, doing a, nice. a little 
walk of seven kilometers through a dangerous ravine. What can go wrong? What can go wrong? Nothing. Nothing so. can go wrong. As long as you don't start, you'll be fine. Exactly. <laughs> so I'll just <laughs> so be, be calling cool. in. Uh, but I've got that. I've got the... Uh, to Actually, tomorrow. So by the time your people are uh, listening to this, um, it will already be passed. But I will also do uh, Teams Nation, uh, which is ah, uh, yes, tomorrow, was, was which it. is Wednesday the 21st. Uh, my session with Cass about uh, CIS and uh, security. The one you did on the boat? The one we did on the boat, but then a slightly longer version. Okay, and this time you've now had practice. Now I actually know what uh, yeah, what it is and what I'm talking that, uh, about. By yes. the time you turned up, you had knew what the title was. Yes. And that was okay then. Yeah, because I kind of expected Cass to do all the work and I would just be standing there nodding like, yep. Um, that just but, sounds like our governance workshop. Which is exactly <laughs> like our governance workshop. <laughs> and yes, we exactly. love you for it anyway, my yep. friend. No, um, it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. And good, good, good. Um, yeah, but apparently that was not the case. So uh, Cash really wanted me to step in as well. So I needed to do a little uh, research uh, no. the day before. Um, but actually, it it is really cool, actually. Go on, so then. this is uh, CIS, which is uh, the uh, um, Center for Internet Security, which is a non-profit organization. And they have this uh, big book of recommendations for managing Microsoft 365 from a agnostic security perspective. So cool. they just have uh, SharePoint, uh, Teams, OneDrive, even Fabric. They just have a ton of... Um, of um, not considerations, but how do you call it? Recommendations. Um, recommendations on how to manage things. And they're all like, this is a thing that you should turn on or turn off because of this impact for these people. And this is why that's important. And this is how you do it. Neat. Both through the UI and through uh, PowerShell. So one of the ideas I got from that was that me or me and Cass... Uh, would be starting a new uh, YouTube channel to just handle all these recommendations and just show people nice. how to do it and what the effect is. So you get both the words and a demo. Exactly, yeah. Neat. Now we can just talk about it, freewheel a little bit. So that was um, a big takeaway from uh, from cool. that. From, uh, to from be honest, the, the we have been running for about 15 minutes and we haven't started yet. Oh boy. All we've done is doing adverts, which is fine because we also will be launching, probably by the time this goes off, the first episode of... Our little game show. It Depends. Nice. Da, da, All right. Da, 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 what's what's the, what's the spiel? Give me give me the 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 give me the 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 elevator pitch. The elevator pitch. Yes. What is it, and why should I watch it? So, if you're listening to this podcast, then you know that one of our favorite catchlines is "It depends," and "It depends" basically is a governance quiz on Microsoft 365. So we look at a scenario. We give you three options. Three fabulously talented contestants in the show then give a speech as to why it's important hello max you see max is joining in as well mm -hmm. and uh, and then basically you give each other points for it and so we then fall about laughing and have fun yeah so a bit of fun and learning and so the show's about half an hour long 
And um, it's our first video attempt uh, trying to use StreamYard. And I'm sure episode one, you will fall about laughing as I host this show. And I also try and engineer it too. Yeah. That was a very long elevator pitch. But we're no, at but it's uh, nice. yeah, 34th it's floor yes. now. Yes. So that was cool. Yeah. Go so why, why should I watch it? Oh, did I not say that? Because it's brilliant. Okay. Actually, because in, in a very chilled out way, you're going to learn some of the things about how to govern certain aspects. Mm-hmm. So first episode um, is obviously about sensitive data on a team site. So the sorts of things you should do to kind of protect that. So what is the priority of the site owner mm-hmm. with sensitive data? The Episode two is an, a subject we were all very knowledgeable about which was exchange. Exchange, yes. (laughs) And so, you know, what areas should I monitor to make sure that service stays up and that kind of stuff? So every answer is right, but some people present some better than others, uh, and then you get points on how you do. All right. Cool. How how well have you been doing on the show so far? Um, I was uh, first uh, on both episodes. First on both episodes. If you count like you're counting golf points. No, that's okay. I think so. The I think lower that, is the uh, better. <laughs> starting from third place, you're the first one on the list. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. You lost every round, didn't you? I lost every single round. Yes. yes and not but, even intentionally. But that means that there are just two people who are way more knowledgeable than me that are just uh, co-presenting. Only two. Yeah. Nah, I think that's fair. Only two people smarter than you. Yeah. Exactly. All right, that's cool. But actually, it's quite good. So we've, we're enjoying doing it. Um, the challenge came from the end of South Coast Summit when yeah. we were doing one of our little road trips, uh, taking all the small roads from Southampton to yeah. Dover, uh, getting completely lost and taking ages. Um, and uh, I kind of said, you know, we should be able to turn these presentations into a game show. And I think you were a little, nah, we can't do that. So I took up the challenge. Mm-hmm. and uh, here we are and I think it's are. working out okay so far but nice. we'll see where we okay. go okay. the pilot episode you may never see because we had a few technical problems yeah we had a few bits and bobs but uh, I think this one will come out pretty cool yep good so anyway that will be live on YouTube and we'll give you the link as part of the stuff And uh, but yes so search for the channel it depends on YouTube and uh, and yeah you'll be able out to sit soon. and have a giggle so that's fine. So I think that's all the advertising we need to do. So what are we going to talk about today? What are we going to talk about today? Which is always the question when I get here. And I was just listening to the IntraZone podcast where Drew Madelong was talking about OneDrive and compliance. And I got all these ideas like, oh, this could be very technical. And I don't know if we should talk about it. And then you said, um, ooh, you know, uh, Amy... Diamond uh, posted uh, this funny post a few weeks ago about uh, the seven modern wonders of the world and how they all relate to some kind of Microsoft 365 thing that you could compare it to. Which is funny. I mean, yeah. That, it was good and fun. I immediately used lit up and I was, yeah. yeah. And I immediately lit up and I was like, yes, that's a great idea because that was, that was very funny. And I think that that was very, um, how do you call that? Uh, 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 out the, of the box? Uh, out of Left the box? Field Left field something. thinking? Yes. Left field thinking. Yeah, something like that. I think you just had bored night and thought, what can I ask ChatGPT to do? I know, ChatGPT, compare all the services on M365 to the seven modern wonders of the world and tell me which one matches up with which service. 
Yeah. And then we ended up with a list of seven items. Exactly. Which we then read again today, having read it the first time a few days ago. Yeah. And then we went, oh, it seemed better the first time. <laughs> Some of them kind of look a little far-fetched, but yes, okay, cool. But we're going to go cool, with cool, it. Cool, cool. Amy Diamond yes. is a diamond kind of guy. And, uh, and so we're going to sit there and, and check it out. And we're going to try and add a little bit of pizzazz to it and, and see As what actually happens. We do yeah. every time. And, uh, and we'll see what happens. And so, and if we get stuck, Max will answer. I, yeah, he looks pretty done for here near my feet. Uh, <laughs> he but looks I, I'm guessing that he will jump up and start barking at any moment. He will, yes. When we get started, suitable mm-hmm. get. All right. So, uh, do you want to do them in order or shall I just choose some randomly? No, do them in order because people might have seen it on Twitter or LinkedIn if they follow Amy Dime. If you don't follow Amy Dime, please do because this guy is very knowledgeable, makes tons of great content. Yes, he does. And he's just an all around very nice Superb. guy. Superb. We were on his podcast. Yes. And uh, I don't think he realized what hit him, but it was really good fun. Yes. Really good fun. All right. So first of all, let's go through all of the seven modern wonders that we've got listed. And then we'll see whether people can work them out. And then we can actually at least describe them to people so they know what we all are. All right. So, cool. you, so yeah. here's your yeah, test. Yeah, yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. So your first one, Moraine, is the Taj Mahal. Yes, the Taj Mahal. A very big white building in India. Uh, wasn't it built by a prince for his dead wife so what is for his not, girlfriend i thought for yeah whatever, something like yeah. that like a, it's a big mausoleum um yeah. it looks beautiful on pictures um you instantly recognize it yeah uh, you're not because it's wrong. got a, a an amazing shape nope and the menu is superb the, the, ta- the taj <laughs> mahal indian the restaurant yes. uh, just outside uh the, the government building in oh. uh, brussels it's excellent. So and you know, I recognize so, that every time. That is so horrible and, and <laughs> disrespectful. <laughs> really? Oh, man. No, 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 the, the, girl, the girlfriend well. is dead. Yeah, so, yeah. So it's not disrespectful to anybody. Now, the Taj Mahal, right. it All is right. a beautiful, probably the most romantic place in the world. Um, Captain Slow from Top Gear. Yeah. James May. Yeah, yeah. Just done a wonderful on um, um, Prime trip across India. One of his oh. travel trips, and he goes to the Taj Mahal, but you're not allowed to get close with cameras. So ah, he went yes. on a rowing boat on the yeah. river around the back, yeah. so he could actually get up close with the cameras. And uh, uh, so, but yes, he goes visiting there. So that's the Taj Mahal. Cool. Uh, and then we have uh, the next one is Pachu Piku. Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu. Yes. Picchu. Uh, which Picchu, is a big um, uh, ruin in Peru. Um, was it? Incan or Mayan? I think it's Incan. Incan, yes. yes. So Southern it's been Peru. there for 600 years or something yep. like that. And, and I also know that you need to take like a pretty multi-day hike to get, to there. get there. It's 2,500 meters high in the mountains. Yeah. Nice. So it's an Inca village from the 15th century. So it's abandoned except for the tourists. Yeah. It has been on my list ever since the first time I heard... Uh, a colleague of mine talked about how he went there and that it was a two-day hiking trip to get there and it just looks pretty fun to do. Yeah, cool. Then put that on your list for next weekend. I think that'll be cool. <laughs> All right. The Great Wall of China is easy. It's a stick yes. building with a thing that goes a long, long a way. A stick building with a... <laughs> <laughs> no. The Great Wall of China, the only... The only man-made object you can see from the... Uh, Which is not 
True. Um, uh, international trace. It is not true. Earth. You cannot see the Great Wall of China from space. It is not true. You know How why? How do you know? Because I'm super interested in these kind of things. <laughs> oh, this bullshit. And I'm always looking for UFO stuff and debunked stuff. Um, and this is actually uh, not true. Because the thing is, the Great Pyramid of China, although it is, I don't know, 1,000 kilometers long, yeah. it is only a few meters wide. So you cannot see it from space because it's just not wide enough. I'm checking. You're checking. I get that. I get that. I, I respect that. Shit. Yeah. It's it's just You're not right. wide enough. You obviously read the same article I'm reading. It's not visible to the naked eye from space, even in low Earth orbit, according to NASA. Even though the wall is very long, it is also very thin, making it essentially invisible. Yeah. The, so that, the, that sounds like a... Um, uh, a managed metadata analogy to me. <laughs> Maybe. It's very long and very thin. It's very long and very thin, yes. <laughs> All right, good. So um, uh, but, but do you know why they build it? To stop the Mongols exactly. taking China. Yes. You stop uh, that, the Huns from getting in. The Huns. All right, good. Um, and then my favorite girlfriend, Petra. Oh, yeah. 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 She's cool. Um, my mom and my sister went to visit her a few years ago. Uh, so this is a kind of a structure in... Um, Jordan. Jordan, exactly. Yes. Um, and I don't know what it's for. Uh, it's... Uh, it's like something carved out of the was, mountain yeah, or something. I don't know why. Um, who built Petra and why? Here we go. Uh, nomads of Arabic region who came is built as a capital city and center for commerce and trade. And those of you will have seen it in the second Indiana Jones movie. Yes. So, true. Yeah. Uh, but that's cool. And that's been on my list to visit, but I, I never had. But that's Petra. Yeah. So that's I, cool. I have not seen any of these seven modern wonders. I have seen the Pyramid of Giza, though. That's one of the original ones. That's one of the original ones. Oh, well. And that is pretty mind-blowing. I've never seen those. I went to Egypt, but never actually got out there. Yeah, so. So, so you've got all these rows of stones. Yeah. Like the first row of stone is larger, is higher than me. Oh, wow. And somebody moved And then you've got like 50 more rows to get to Amazing. the top. So it is, it is pretty big. Yes. Nice. All right. So anyway... Petra, uh, yeah. and then Christ the Redeemer. Um, that's going to be that big statue in Brazil yeah. in um, Rio. In Rio, um, I always want to say São Paulo, but that's not no, true. In no, Rio, you, you yes. can say São Paulo if you like. Say São Paulo. São Paulo. Wrong. It's not. Ah. Wrong. All right. Yeah. So it's in Rio de Janeiro, which is also a pretty huge statue yeah, if you look at, at it the from the pictures on Wikipedia. Should have a look at it. The little tiny people. Yeah. So, so we we were reading about it and it said that so it's it 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 has its hand to, hands open and so the reach is twenty eight meters so yeah. that's larger than a nearly. swimming pool. Well, no, not if the swimming pool is twenty nine meters. <laughs> oh God! I'm are you getting in that into, kind of mood? Are I'm you in that getting kind of into mood. that mood again? But yes. Right. So anyway, okay. we have Christ the Redeemer, yeah, uh, which is neat. Then the Colosseum. Colosseum as that uh, little thing in uh, Rome that you've also uh, never seen. where people were playing games in. Yeah, they played games and had feasts and everything else. Yeah, something like I that. Find with that something with bread. 
Yeah, whatever. Ben yes. Hur, that kind of stuff. Yeah, Charlton yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, people in uh, with not a lot of clothes on, lots of oil. Now you're talking about your boat trip last <laughs> week again, aren't you? <laughs> All right, uh, All but right. the Colosseum is pretty cool. Yes. Um, yeah. I have to say, I have on seen my that list. One. So yeah. there you go. And then chicken fever. No, chichen itza. Chichen itza. That's of what course. I said. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the. A uh, pyramid in Mexico built by the Maya- Mayans. Yes, Mayans? the Mayan wonders of the world. Yeah. So right. there you go. Brim of the world, the wise men of the water live. This is what it means, apparently. Oh, uh, what now? It means at the brim of the well, where the wise men of the water live. That's what Chichen Itza means. Okay. There you go. That That's, that's pretty cool. I actually, last week... Um, I revisited one of my uh, favorite uh, albums from 20 years ago, and I remembered that one of the album titles was so cool. The title of the album is, I ought to give you a shot in the head for making me live in this dump. <laughs> That's the name of the CD. <laughs> oh, bye. Okay. Uh, Chivalry, which is never, a group that you've heard never of heard of, but they do an awesome song in Kill Bill and that's how I picked up the uh, picked it up artist. and then I was like ooh, ooh what do they do and they make kind of this uh, bossa nova uh, soul kind of Shut music down, yeah yeah, get it. yeah it's pretty cool it's nice. pretty nice and relaxed uh, great title then yes what's the other thing what's the longest title we can think of that has no real meaning oh, I know yeah the one that Moraine will remember 20 years time Maybe. Probably. <laughs> yeah. They just wanted to be mentioned on the podcast. That's so, true. Yeah, That's what they were organizing for. Yeah. So here we go. We are now, I think this is the longest we've ever, ever spoken for without mentioning any technology. <laughs> <laughs> it is cool. Everybody's now That's going, nice. come on, guys. Bring we're, it. We're now Bring excited. It. All right. So the Taj Mahal. I'm going to get these names wrong again. Machu Picchu, the Great Wall of China, Petra, Christ the Redeemer, Colosseum, and Chichen Itza are all aligned with certain attributes of Microsoft 365 according to the great and glorious Amy Diamond. Yes. All right. So can you remember? Without I have. I know. Absolutely not. No. So I, I will, remember, I will so. quote the site. Yes. I will quote and see whether you can work out which of the famous places it is. And guys, just look for Amy Diamond on LinkedIn if you want to get the original list. It is well worth it. And I'll try and remember to put the, uh, the link on the uh, website with the post. All right. Lists with Power Automate. Lists I with Power Automate. I have no idea. Would oh, that be no, no, no? I, I can't, I can't All right, put these fine. two Much together. Much like the city of Petra? Petra, yes, you did know. You see, which featured advanced water conduit systems, SharePoint Online's lists combined with Power Automate offer efficient workflows uh, uh, and automated and automation capabilities, streamlining processes, streamlining processes. Nice. Yeah, that's the definition. That's why ChatGPT thinks that it lists with power lists and workflows is like or kind of like Petra. Uh, is it because they're full of dust and too much sun and full of mystery? Full of mystery. <laughs> Nobody knows how they really work. 
<laughs> yeah, something like that. Yes. I, I always wondered, and I've never been there, how deep Petra is. So, I mean... Oh, I, God. Is that know. one of your weird things? That you're wondering how deep Petra is? Mm. How deep is your oh, love? No, oh, no, how okay. deep Petra is. Okay. I like that. You wait till I tell Petra. Um, apparently, Petra is a symbol of Jordan, and it is, um, it's the number of tourists in 2019 was exactly the same as the number of workflows that ran on a list in the same year. 1.1 million workflows. That's okay. how many people visited Petra in 2019. Wow, that's that's a lot of people. It is actually pretty cool. Okay. Now so, I have to say, lists and Power Automate is also pretty cool. It is, yes, yes, or at least, at least lists are pretty cool. <laughs> no, I think I, th I honestly think they go hand in hand. I think I think yes. there is there is a apparently I'm not going to try and align this together, but Petra, when you go to it via um, with on the tours, you have to go through the canyon. Yeah, and it kind of just appears at the end, so mm -hmm. you end up with these kind of roads going in there. The thing about lists is they're just dumb spreadsheets, quite honestly. Most they're of just the time. silly tables. They are, yeah, yeah. and like, not even proper relational tables. And so just the value comes from applying those workflows in one form or another, and and you can do virtually anything with it from simple stuff. I have a communications list. I have a bunch of people that are in IT and they need to complete a communications item and stick it on the internet. So nothing was happening. Uh, and so uh, my boys, I need a workflow. I need you to harass people to remember to do these things. Simple workflow for them. <laughs> Let's not go mm -hmm. how difficult it will be for me. But now, you know, the delivery date, seven days, five days, one hour, they get reminded to do everything. They get the link. So they don't even have to go looking at the list. So you're using it as a data source to actually drive a whole bunch of stuff. I honestly think it's a very powerful combination. Yeah, absolutely. And if you throw some power apps into the mix, it gets infinitely better. Absolutely. No, I, I absolutely. T take what we're doing with shared mailboxes because we've got some huge shared mailboxes on a project to deal with. Mm -hmm. And we're going to take those emails using Power Automate, we're going to throw them into a list. And in that list, it will have all aspects of that email. So text, uh, any attachments, the name, to, from, time, blah, 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 which went live today, by the way. And, well, he went into, into, into uh, test, what's it, yeah. test today. Um, and then, of course, you can use workflows to drive things like tasks from it or uh, remind people or even uh, run Power BI, which is a different city in the world. Mm -hmm. We'll come to that in a minute. So I actually think it's a very flexible combination and it's a very powerful combination and yeah. it's simple to do access permissions and everything else yeah so you can Absolutely. drive so much yep. yeah no i i really love lists i love the idea of power automate i i always kind of hate building them because they're so delicate um, what lists no uh, uh workflows okay uh lists are pretty easy it's just like adding some columns uh creating some rows maybe creating some views uh, it dead easy. It is yes, um, but there is a problem. Templates don't use the templates unless you're really, really after. Unless it's an absolutely perfect yeah. match. Yeah. If you want to use a template and then try and edit it to get to do what you want it to do, there's not work. But there you go. No, I know, I know. 
But, but um, no, I like lists. I think uh, they've always been super cool, right from SharePoint yeah. 2001, you know. Yeah. Um, and with the power of workflow, I think it's a very powerful thing. Yeah. You should never open Excel anymore once you've got access to lists. Mm, well, that's not really no, true. I no, accept no. that that is wrong. You should never open Excel to list everybody going to the Christmas party ever again once you've got lists. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So... There you go. All right, cool. So that's Petra uh, and the SharePoint list and Power Automate. Are you ready for your next challenge? Sure. Are you ready? Hub sites. Hub sites. I know that was somewhere on top. So that must be Machu Picchu. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. All right, all right, all right. Just as Machu Picchu served as a hub for the Inca Empire, Nice link. Uh, hub sites in SharePoint Online connect and organize related sites, creating a centralized and interconnected environment. All right. Yeah, sure. So does that mean that when they built um, Machu Picchu, you could inherit the governance on any other sites that was within <laughs> so many miles? Well, I do know that the Inca were a very... Um, modern civilization with lots of weird rules and lots of crazy governance yeah. uh, aspects. That's true. Uh, so you know that I'm also, I, I like history a lot. Um, and I've been listening to this uh, wonderful podcast, uh, The Rest is History, oh, by yes. these two, two um, uh, UK uh, guys. And it, it always cracks me up. And they did, uh, for example, a really good um eight-part series for about Cortes and uh, the, the discovery of Mexico and, and all that. Very, very, very good. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying yeah. that. So that's good. So yes, Hub Sites and uh, Machu Picchu. So that was pretty neat. I right. love Hub Sites. I have to say I really love Hub Sites. I would love the fact that uh, now... Only administrators can create hub sites. And I would love it if that would become available just on your regular communication sites or regular sites. Like there would be a button in the uh make in the me a hub. Settings. Yeah, make this a hub. Okay. Hub hubify this. Hubify. Yeah. Register this as a hub site. Because back in the day when the hubs came out, you can only create five and then 25. Now you can create a few hundred, I think. No um, so why would we now still try to block that and only make it an, an, an admin part? I have no idea. For me, they're just That's a fine. spanner. They're, I know. They're but just a tool to, to do or to meet a requirement and simplify your permissioning of a group of sites and create oh, a search yeah, stream. Oh, yeah, I use it to just have the same uh, um, navigation. navigation on, on, on multiple top. sites. Yeah, no, I guess there's a, there's a lot of benefits to it. Yeah. All right, cool. So that's hub sites. Communication sites then, my friend. The communication between lovers is a clue. Between lovers. Yeah. 
Lovers, do we have any loving... Oh, the Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal. Yes. Nice. Yes, yes, Communication yes. site. Like the intricate design of the Taj Mahal, communication sites in SharePoint Online provide a visual, appealing, and user-friendly platform for sharing information and engaging, engaged, with users. So, communication site and the Taj Mahal. I like that. Yeah, I think that works quite well. Yeah, today I've been delivering and and how to build an intranet in SharePoint uh, all day long. So I've been engulfed in uh, communication sites all day, and I I have to say it is still my favorite aspect of M three six five is just building intranets. It's the workhorse, isn't it? So oh, it sorry, I thought you were talking about communication sites, but yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah. communication sites are really like the underlying aspect yeah. of that all. Yeah. Neat. I Neat. love that. All right, cool. So we have now, uh, what about modern document libraries, which was the seven wonders of the world, was aligned with modern document Christ libraries. Christ Redeemer, because you can have that, that many <laughs> documents in the modern document library. <laughs> 28 meters of reach of document li- No. Wrong. Yeah, I know. Wrong. Uh, the Great Wall of China. Okay. The Great okay. Wall of China. Okay. Uh, and apparently ChatGPT says, similar to the Great Wall's purpose in protecting against external threats, modern document libraries in SharePoint Online offer robust security features, safeguarding valuable organizational content. True. Because I was recently on a little game show about governance where you we were. were talking about how to preserve sensitive information um, and everything was about document libraries and, and how to contain all that information. Now, that's It Depends. Yes. Oh, the show is called It Depends. Oh, yes. okay, 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 uh, okay, okay. Gotcha. Yes, you were. Yes. You were. You came last again. Uh, um, but that's okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a minor detail. A minor detail. No, nobody cares. It's all about, about the fun. Nobody cares. Yes. The Moraine came last except everybody else. <laughs> he cheers whenever the scores come up Moraine just goes yes I'm still last so there we go and he ah. cheats as well but let's not get into that <laughs> let's not get into that alright good so there we go Taj Mahal's gone uh, Paku Piku Machu Piku's Machu gone the Great yep. Wall of China's gone um, and Petra's gone. All righty. So that leaves three. So that leaves Christ the Redeemer, the Colosseum, and... Chicken Fingers. And Oh, yes, the Mexican Mayan Chichen thing. Itza. Yes. Chichen Itza. Chichen Itza. All right. So Power BI integration. Um, so Power BI is all about creating dashboards, making something very visual... I'm guessing that would be the Colosseum where people came to watch things. That would have been absolutely right in my mind as well, but not according but, to ChatGPT. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Apparently, Power BI integration is aligned to Christ the Redeemer because it performs miracles. <laughs> and it's just a big glooming shadow of exactly. things that I still need to take a look at and still <laughs> need to learn. Reflecting yeah. the expansive view from Christ the Redeemer, Power BI integration in SharePoint Online provides a broad perspective on data analytics, allowing yeah. users to make informed decisions. 
Don't ask me how that okay. aligns with Christ the Redeemer. I do not know. Other than, as you say, the arms are 28 meters wide. Yeah. So that, that is something that will that be is stuck in my head view. forever. Ever, yes. Like a, a minor detail that has absolutely no benefit of being in my head, but it will be there and it will take up some space. You know, I did tell you there is a freaking great big Christ the Redeemer statue in Lisbon and you managed you to go me, through yeah. Lisbon and never see it. Exactly, yes. Amazing. And you had lunch opposite it. Yes. And you still never saw still it. Still never saw it, no. So I wonder whether you would actually see 28 meters of expanded probably. Christ the Redeemer. <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs> Depending how much yeah. uh, whiskey in uh, Rio that you end up with. Anyway, mm. so that's Power BI and Christ the Redeemer. Yep. All right, we've got two left. Two left, yes. Which one shall I give you first? Modern Search Experience. Modern search experience, and that could be Chichen either Itza the or Colosseum or Chichen Itza. Um, search experience, I'm guessing Chichen Itza. You had a 50 50 chance, yes, and you got it wrong, of course. I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so modern search experience was the Colosseum, okay, because you're always why? searching for stuff in the Colosseum. I don't know, I'll tell you why. <laughs> Similar to the grandeur and efficiency of the Colosseum. Yeah. SharePoint's online modern search experience provides a powerful and efficient way to find information across the platform. No alignment whatsoever. Huh. Okay. So this this kind of sounds like one of the um uh the the the, the things that the chat GPT does when it doesn't know the answer. Uh what's it called? The Oh, uh, a, a hallucination. Hallucinations, yes. Yes. So it's like a, a, I've it's got AI illumination. No idea what this is, but here we go. I think so. Uh, uh, listen, Amy, I know you're listening to the podcast because you listen to all of them, but just let us know, will you, whether you just copy and pasted this or whether you went and kind of made it shorter or reduced it. But um, uh, because that one is naff, we should have knocked that one out. But yeah, we we cool. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this is fun. Hey, it, it, it's nice to align this stuff. Maybe in future we should do more alignment of innate objects to Microsoft yeah, 365 devices. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So may maybe it is about all these narrow streets of Rome where you can get easily lost. Maybe the Colosseum that way, you've got to search, search your way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Maybe. Search the guy that sells peanuts and, and gelato <laughs> or something they, like that. They don't have events there anymore. It's a, it's they don't? A, no. Oh, that's no. silly. It's falling down. That's even I'm not sure how safe it is to get in okay. there. There is some that you can, though. So if you ever go to Lange in France, did you go there when we were, when we met up in the south of France once? I know there's one in Nîmes, uh, which is very spectacular, and they still do yeah, a the bunch one in of big concerts. It's also there. cool as well. Yeah. All right. Um, so uh, let's see whether you get the last one right. Okay. <laughs> uh, Microsoft Teams integration is aligned with... Uh, Chichen Itza. There you go. Yes, yes. I knew I All had. Right. I had to get one right at some point. Well, you got one right early. I think you got the Taj Mahal right. Um, and uh, I can't remember which of those. Mm. It doesn't really matter. That's fine. So Microsoft Teams integration uh, is aligned to Chichen Itza. Just as Chichen Itza was a center for various activities, 
Microsoft Teams integration in SharePoint online services as a hub for collaboration, allowing teams to work seamlessly across different tasks. Actually, these definitions provided by ChatGPT are all a bit dodgy, aren't they? As I, as I read them out, I'm sitting there going, okay, that's not really in SharePoint. Why is he talking about that in SharePoint? So, so this is all about Teams integration and how you can pull all kinds of stuff in into Teams. So it's more like a hub of teamwork where you can get lots of things done. And that's why it links to this pyramid in Mexico. It's because a, that was a hub where lots of things happened. Maybe. And, okay. I mean, I forget the alignment because if you just read it, even the statement's not true. Um, Microsoft Teams integration in SharePoint online services as a hub for collaboration. So, I mean, yeah. Teams are not inside SharePoint. They're, uh, okay. okay. Allowing teams to work seamlessly across different tasks. Yes. Okay. I guess loosely you could sit <laughs> there and say, <laughs> yes. Know. Yes. But I think it's cool. So I think it's cool. So communication sites, Taj Mahal, hub sites, uh, Machu Picchu, modern document libraries, the Great Wall of China, lists with Power Automate, Petra, uh, Power BI integration, Christ the Redeemer. Actually, does match. You can have a song with that, couldn't you? Power BI, Christ the Redeemer. Uh, anyway, uh, modern SharePoint experience was the Coliseum. Let's get lost in the Coliseum. And Microsoft Teams integration, Chichen Itza. Uh, so there you go, uh, uh, Amy. That was a wicked idea, mate. And when you've got another quiet night and you don't know what to do with yourself and you've got ChatGPT open, yeah. Maybe you'll end up with another subject for Microsoft 365 Distilled Podcast. Yes, I agree. I think this was very funny. It was super funny when I read it first. Yeah, and it, it is very left field, very it out is. of the box, cool. very creative. Nice work. And also thank you for uh, allowing us to spitball around it and yeah, uh, yeah. just uh, take your crafty work and uh, talk about it. I think we should set him some challenges. All right, so I think, Amy, here you go. Are you ready? Um, is it Amy or Amy? Amy Diamond. Amy Diamond, Amy Diamond. I don't know. I know. Don't, don't ask me out. these questions. No, we'll have to get him to I, I always call him Amy over. Diamond. Yeah, okay. All right, so we would like to have a list of Microsoft 365 services compared to root vegetables. That's a good challenge. Yes. Um, and uh, 50s actresses. 50s actresses. Brilliant. Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, and then we could potentially do uh, vintage cars. Whiskies. Whiskies. <laughs> Whiskies. I was thinking about like, this, oh, there has to be this. something that has to do with this podcast. <laughs> oh, I know. There we go. So, Amy, we'll let you do another one. And uh, maybe uh, in a few months' time, we'll, we'll talk that one through as well. Yeah. Talking about whiskey, Moraine, that was a perfect... Little perfect, segue. Yes, a little, yeah. great little segue. Mm -hmm. So, um, I spoke at Bremen. Yes, um, you did. I forgot to take a coat with me. And as driving to do. Bremen, yeah. it started to snow. 
In fact, that was snow. a big surprise. Okay. It was driving through snow to get to Bremen. It was amazing. It was bloody freezing. Oh, I got boy. some pretty cool pictures, actually, of the rain and the old trams nice. and stuff. But okay. that's beside the point. So anyway, on the Friday, on this Friday morning or whatever, the Saturday morning, I went, okay, I need a coat. So I went to kind of, you know, the What's It Wolf car, coat place, walking clothes shit whatever okay to get a fleece you went to the store to the <laughs> clothes you. store okay thank you yeah. and um, they were closed i was sitting there freezing and it was closed but two doors down was a whiskey store that was <laughs> that, that was open all right so i had two choices here i could wait two minutes for the store to open oh you were just early okay or i could go to the whiskey store Yes. So I went to the whiskey store. Of course. It was getting cold. Of I course. To stay warm. Yeah. Just to see what was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was yeah, there? Yeah. Not really. No intention to buy, to buy anything. anything. No, Not no, no, at no. all. Not at all. Mm. Um, and of course, I found um, two bottles actually from the same distillery. And I have no whiskey from this distillery. And it is okay. an awesome distillery. You've, you've been here? I've been there, yes. We, they don't actually now take visitors, so you were very privileged. Uh, no, I, I, didn't do a, I didn't get a full tour. So oh, it was okay. only the shop uh, that was open, and you could walk a little around on the grounds. Um, and the guys in the, in the, the, the forklift trucks were driving past with barrels as well. So I opened up my boot on the car, and I was like, yep, just... Put it in here, but they didn't want to do that. But. So it's the smallest distillery in Scotland. Yes. And it's run by a couple of guys. Uh, yeah, I think they only have about Total 10 staff of, people, yeah. 11 people, something. I keep yeah. telling people two, but that's all right. It mm. sounds better. Uh, it's in Pit Lockery, um, mm -hmm. and, uh, it's a, which is actually a beautiful place. Yes. Uh, and um, uh, I, I, last time I drank this whiskey, I was in York. I went okay. up there with Anna, and uh, I always time the York is a great place to go for a pub crawl, just to yeah. walk around. It's great. Uh, in this bar, I've been in there before, and there was a bottle of uh, Ed Trudor, and I went, I'll have one of those, please. I says, that is an amazing whiskey. He says, I actually, I don't know much about whiskey, but whenever we have this bottle in here, it's gone within four days. Yeah. It says it's just good. So so that's what we've got. So I bought two bottles. I bought their standard 10-year-old, which is All right. still over yeah. there. Yeah. But then I bought an independent version. Yeah. So it's actually from the Signature Vintage Room. It's from Edredor. And it is uh, It's in a special barrel that I can't find the information from because I can't read the label. Maybe it's uh, on the back. Uh, no, and we're going to need to pull it out of the bottle. Uh, I think it's a sherry cask. Which is a little unusual. So, and it's cast strength. Okay. Talk, talk, talk. Okay. So, I need to talk about this mystery bottle that you bought. So, it's in a grey container. It actually does look like the proper Edredor uh, label on it does, on yeah. that. But it's so actually, that's cool. cool. And it is very, very, very dark. So it there is, might yeah. be a hint of sherry on it's, that. Uh, it is true. So it's uh, distilled in 2013, and it was bottled in 2023. So it's 10 years old. Matured in a first fill uh, Oloroso sherry butt. Oh. So it's very nice. And uh, this is from cask number 281, 82, 83, and 84. And bottle number 3,256. Okay, then. So this is a proper centered version. So if you would like to pass me a glass. I we never will. even looked up any uh, speaker notes for this, did we? 
drinking notes, um, tasting notes. No, no, we have not. No. So we'll have to do some blind tasting then. I bet it tastes like sherry. I bet it, it tastes brilliant because I love the, the, the editor and their peated version, the Balachin. Um, it is just really, really, really good. Yes. That's the Balachin? The Balachin, <laughs> yes. That's the peated uh, editor that you can buy there as well. You okay. had a bottle of that and you I actually do, yes. introduced me have. to it. I think I still got it. Yeah. So, yeah. And the whiskey idiot that I was back then, I was looking at the label and I looked at it and I was like, that looks pretty cheap. <laughs> and then I tasted it and I was like, okay, pretty good. Yes. I'm just sitting there typing to try and yeah, see yeah, what yeah. we can All right, cool. get up for tasting notes. Cool, cool, cool. Why don't you tell I people what it smells like? I don't think you can get a lot of tasting notes because it's independent bottled and stuff like that. But uh, maybe. Yeah, pity. You know. Here it is. All right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Got yeah. it. Hey, am I old enough? Yes. All right. Do I get Am I rich enough? Notes? No. So, um, no, there are no tasting notes. But there you go. So, we'll just sit there and enjoy it. All right. All right. So, what do you get? I mean, the color is a little dark and kind of yeah. orangey, isn't it? It's it's like a rum, a, a nice dark is, rum yeah, color. Yeah, that's reminiscent of your yes, holiday. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you smell it, you definitely smell the Oloroso. Oh, so it's beautiful. It just it? oozes out of there. But it's not sweet. Uh, no. It's not sweet, so I do get some oven uh, veggies, yeah. uh, some stewed fruit uh, kind of thing. It kind of smells a little bit like a Macallan. It kind of not as Not does. as full-bodied as that, but it's got that yeah. traditional sherry kind of whiskey taste. Yeah, but not... not it, I mean, you definitely smell the Oloroso uh, on it. Because it, it does smell different, so. All right. You already had a taste. Your eyes are rolling. I'm chewing it at the moment. All it right. is, it <laughs> is still biting true. Mm. It is. Uh, you're going to go, ooh, baby. It's a full-bodied taste. It, uh, it's kind of got that fruitiness with a, a bit of a nice bite. Ooh, baby. Yeah, I told you. Oh. And the finish is forever. This might have been the wow. cask that you saw on the back of the forklift that you tried to steal in your track. You know maybe, that? maybe. Or one of the four that made up this. Uh, oh. It is good, isn't it? It is very chewable. It, it is. It, yes. This is more about texture than taste. It's one of those whiskeys. Yes. It's not an explosion of taste. Definitely no. not. Uh, but it's just... Um, it is full body. Yeah. And you do get um, all that finish is just still going. Second taste is better. I, I Second taste, right. you get that kind of um, more sweeter sherry, that toasted orange kind of hints on the back. And then uh, as the finish develops, you get more of the fruity stewed fruits. Yeah, a little of that orange. You know, I think marmalade. this might take a bit of water. I was looking at my water glass. I can, uh, so you want to take a little? I'll get the angel out and I'll put get a drop Get the in right. little angel out, yes. 
if you uh, when we talk about the angel, there's a beautiful company yeah. in Scotland. What called, is the angel? Yeah, take an- the angel out. <laughs> is that like taking the Mickey? But that may be different. But no, no, it's not like taking the Mickey. Um, so uh, basically, the Angels Share Glass Company does a series of things for whiskey, mm-hmm. uh, and one of them, of course, is this beautiful water dropper. If you bring your glass over, yes, I'll just put a few drops in and i just release that there and there you go gracias i think that's going to make this better my gut feel says this is going to improve it all right even more yeah i mean it is a lovely drink isn't it i've never yeah. had a bed edred or never had a no no me neither no but as you say it is uh texture over um over it is, yeah taste yeah Ooh, have you noticed it you should. A whole bunch of subtleties come through with a drop of water into it. It doesn't weaken it too much. It actually softens it a to touch. Yeah. Oh, it brings f- out this, that one special part on the nose that I don't really like. The, that uh, I also get on the uh, Tomintol Oloroso. Um, and it's it's like goat, goat cheese uh, that... Comes oh, okay. out a little, um, and it's some. It's this very specific smell that I really, really do not like, um, and that comes out a little bit when you splash some water in it. But okay. I have to say, drop of water doesn't expand it. Doesn't actually make it better. It does make it a little bit more subtle in terms of some of its flavors. Um. And the finish becomes more consistent. Conclusion, no water. Exactly. Yeah. No, I was thinking the same. Uh, it kills the nose a little bit. Yeah. It kills the taste a little bit. Uh, but as you said, the um, aftertaste, the finish, is much more uh, mature, much more It's not chewy available. anymore. It, it gets rid of that chewiness. Yeah. That's All true. right, so there we go, guys. If you manage to find a bottle of this, then don't put water in. I was definitely wrong. I think I was fooled by the colour. I was thinking this colour would be, you know, a nice little drop of something. I'd love to try and find a cask strength version of this. I thought this, you said this was. No, uh, I, th- I said it was, but looking at it, it's forty-six percent, so it's not. Oh really? Oh, I I imagined it higher. Mm. I did with the colour. Yeah, yeah. But the, but we've known the colours fooled us so many times over mm. whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know those faint ones. So there you go, guys. Um, Edredor, um, Scotland's little gem. It's mm-hmm. uh, well worth a visit in Pitlockery if you get chance. Pitlockery is not far away from Edinburgh. It's a nice drive, actually. So if you mm. get chance to uh, uh, take a car away from Edinburgh just to go visit, then that is worth it. It's a 10-year-old. Um, but I have to say, you can't do a lot Victoria. there. Uh, you just enjoy the Scottish sun- countryside. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Pitlocker is also very famous for its smoked salmon. Okay. There's, there's a salmon ladder there. Did you not see that when you went I there? I did not see that. There's no. a salmon ladder where the salmon's uh, you, uh, but I, helped to yeah, get up. I have to say we, we did like a, a very quick drive through, mm. through all Scotland. Uh, so in just a few days, we just driven... From did one a, place to the bit. other. Yeah. We'll fix that. Let's yeah. fix that. All right, guys. So um, there you go. We have taken you around the world to the seven modern wonders mm-hmm. uh, of Microsoft 365. Very much with a very big tongue in a very big cheek. 
Um, so tongue okay. in cheek. Yeah. Yes, we're joking. Just in case yeah. I need to explain gotcha. that English yes. colloquialism. Um, but we think this is fun. So we will look forward to Amy doing some more chat GPT searches. So yeah. yes, root vegetables, whiskies, uh, vintage cars. And you 50s said, actresses. 50s actresses. Yeah. I think that was so wicked. The Marilyn Monroe. What would Marilyn Monroe be? Communication Sensitivity side. labels. Oh, <laughs> sensitivity <laughs> labels. Oh, oh nice. this subject will go a long way, I am fairly sure. So, uh, yeah, from Steve Dolby, it's been a good, fun, interesting, different kind of Microsoft 365 podcast, but uh, uh, you've learned absolutely nothing. Uh, yep. But hopefully you've enjoyed the last hour, which is the important part. And um, and I'm just watching Max beat up Moraine's testicles with his paws. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, yes, he's having fun. So from Steve Dolby, uh, good night, good morning, whatever time you're listening to this. Uh, try and find signatory vintage Edredor. Uh, or just a regular Edredor, which or is just also a, yeah, amazing. I mean, it is an incredibly good... Um, whiskey so there you go alright so bye from me and goodbye from me